0: Hi, I'm Abby. And I'm Amy, and we're pastors of Bethlehem Lutheran Church. Welcome to this special 12 Days of Christmas episode of Between Sundays. Christmas is a season, not just a day, and we hope this conversation provides you with an opportunity to extend the celebration of Christmas. On the fourth day of Christmas. Merry Christmas, Abby. Merry Christmas, Amy. And Merry Christmas, friends. We are so glad that you are joining us again on this fourth day of Christmas. We have been talking quite a bit so far throughout this season about peace. And we thought, being pastors and all, and even less being pastors and maybe just being people of faith, that it would be interesting to explore What does scripture have to say about peace? We talked on the first day of Christmas about how Jesus is the Prince of Peace. The angels announced that the birth of Christ is intended to bring peace to this creation and to all people. But there's a lot that scripture says about peace. A lot, indeed, hundreds of
1: passages talk about peace. Don't worry, we will not read them all or recount them all to you today. But we did want to share a few that particularly speak to us and might help us think about peace through the lens of scripture.
0: Yeah. I love the Psalms. A lot of people who know me know that I love the Psalms. And so one of my favorite references to peace comes in Psalm 85, which is a sort of prayer for God to look with favor upon God's people. And in Psalm 85, verse 10, there is this lovely image. It says, steadfast love and faithfulness will meet righteousness and peace. I just love that image of God bringing all things into love and order and peacefulness. And that a world where God's fullness is known is one where Righteousness and peace kiss each other. It's just such a beautiful, intimate, lovely image. It's one of my favorite passages on peace in the Old Testament.
1: Yeah. I, when I think about peace, I actually think about the passage from Ecclesiastes that even those who are not avid readers of scripture are probably familiar with thanks to Pete Seeger's hit song, To Everything, There is a Season Turn. I'm not going to try to sing it for you, but that line comes from Ecclesiastes chapter three, verse eight. There is a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace.
0: Isn't that the truth?
1: Exactly. And I think that is part of the biblical witness to peace, which is, it is not something that we experience in all times and all places yet. It is It is certainly something God longs for, as we hear elsewhere in Scripture. It is a gift and a blessing when it comes, but it does not
0: yet capture the whole of our existence. And we long for the day when it does. One of my other favorite passages on peace comes from the Gospel of Matthew, from Jesus' famous Sermon on the Mount, where he is preaching to crowds, Mm -hmm. and he says his what are known as the Beatitudes, his words of blessing. And one of the words of blessing that he offers is, blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God, Uh, Matthew 5, verse 9. I think for a long time in my life, I thought that being a peacemaker was, was about tamping down conflict. Or sometimes just avoiding conflict, and that was being a peacemaker. And I think as, I don't know, I don't want to say wiser, as I've gotten older, as I've lived more life, um, (laughs) I don't want to put any judgment on that. I just want to say that I've spent a lot more time thinking about what does it mean to be intentional about creating more peace around me, more genuine connection, more genuine opportunities for righteousness and peace to kiss each other, as it says in the Psalms, more more genuine opportunity for people to live in the fullness of God's intent for this world. For me, that's what it means to be a peacemaker. And I'm much more conscious of what that looks like in my life than simply tamping down conflict or avoiding conflict, as the case may be. Yeah
1: which is a a beautiful, much more expansive image.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think so. I think so. How about you? Do you have another New Testament favorite?
1: I do. I think about one that we use often as a benediction in church. It's from Philippians chapter four, verse seven, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. I think that communicates two things to me. One is... That peace is from God. Two is it surpasses anything I could possibly explain or understand, which means that my efforts at being a, a peacemaker or seeking peace will only ever be partial. Yes. And that anytime I'm I do seek peace, experience peace. It comes from God and keeps me grounded in the Christ I seek to follow. And isn't that
0: a Christmas gift to us? It is a Christmas gift to us. And I'm going to just say, again, it feels a little bit like a kiss from the divine. That kind of intimate moment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So friends, that is what we hope for and pray for you in these 12 days of Christmas that the peace of God finds you and keeps your heart and your mind grounded in the one who is the Prince of Peace, our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus.
0: And we don't assume that you have a favorite scripture passage on peace. But if you happen to do your own search among the hundreds of passages that relate to peace in the Bible— and there is one or more that um, strikes you or sticks out to you and, and grabs your attention and your focus, we'd love to hear about it. Let us know, share a comment, reach out to us directly. We would love to know what passages about peace in Scripture speak most deeply to you.
1: Merry Christmas, Absolutely. friends. Merry Christmas.